0: Learn more at Marines.com. It's time to play like a Jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a Jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, Rookie Xavier Gibson, game over! Allen has time, intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it, Allen! Tripped up, he could not get past Jermaine Johnson! Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall! He's done it again! Brees Lightning! 62 yards for the touchdown! And he's sacked again by Quentin Williams! What a beast! Number 95 for the Jets!
2: Listen... This is play like a jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at play like a jet one and in the spirit of the holiday season, I thought it would be fun to ask people if they could get anything from Santa for the Jets in honor of Christmas. What would it be? And I asked for serious and funny answers to this. So we'll have a little bit of fun in a season that hasn't provided all that much fun, unfortunately. And to help me do that, my friend, who, of course, is a contributor over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, one of my favorite people to do podcasts with, Kayla Pace, KP. Welcome back to the show and Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you, too. I am ready. I am wearing my Christmas pajamas. I'm in the holiday spirit and I (laughs) I want to feel a little bit better at the end of this
2: one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love Christmas and that whole time of year. That whole entire block of time is so much fun and a lot of time off from work for a lot of people, seeing a lot of people in their family that they don't normally get to, eating a lot of food, watching a lot of basketball games on Christmas, watching a lot of football this year, of course. On Christmas Eve and Christmas Day So it's just a really great time And of course, if you live in an area where it snows That's a really cool visual that we've had the opportunity to see Living in the New York, New Jersey area for many, many years So it's a really fun time of year And so in that spirit, I thought we could have some fun with this And we'll go through some of these Like I said, I asked if you could have Santa Claus give the Jets anything For Christmas what would it be I asked for both serious and funny answers Our guy Tommy Griffin Contributor over at playlikejet.com, Started by saying I'd ask the big guy Santa If he can play guard next season (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: got the build build.
2: (laughs) He certainly does And Kayla obviously we're going to get a lot of Responses that build on this Involving the offensive line But my god it has been tough watching this offensive line this season
1: yeah i feel like i've asked santa for an offensive line every year i was thinking about it this morning <laughs> i'm like well what part of like the jets cycle of sadness are we at again it's like it's like we go quarterback and then we go hey we really need to beef up the defense maybe we need a corner and then it's like back to the offensive line and it's just like this never-ending circle um hopefully corners locked down for a bit but no you're right it's
2: it's offensive line season kayla have you seen major league and major league two
1: unfortunately i am the worst person to ask about movies um (laughs) the answer would be (laughs) okay well
2: homework assignment over the holidays watch major league and major league two but anyway for those that have seen it and i suspect if you're listening to this there's a good chance that you have in the first movie corbin Burnson plays roger dorn the third baseman who's a really high-priced player that the Indians couldn't get rid of, even though they're basically trying to lose and tank on purpose so that they can get out of their contract with the city of Cleveland And move their operation to Miami Dorn is the one guy that's making money Because they couldn't get out of the deal And in the first film He ends up having himself a nice year Even though he's complaining And kind of a spoiled pampered athlete Throughout At the end he finally buys in And the team does better than expected Of course that's the premise of the movie Not trying to spoil it for you Kayla Trust me it's still going to be fun for you anyway And in the second movie (laughs) Dorn is retired and buys the team And at one point, he ends up as the general manager as well. And there's a scene in the movie where the Indians are going through all kinds of terrible things. All these injuries, guys are in slumps, all of this. And Corbin Bernson as Roger Dorn, walks into his manager's office, which at the time would have been Jake Taylor, who was a player in the first movie. Ends up being a coach who gets bumped up to manager in the second movie, which, again, I don't want to kill too much of it for you, Kayla. But he walks into Jake Taylor's (laughs) office and he says, Jake, I know things have been going poorly I know that it's been rough for you lately, but I've got some good news. As of 3 p.m. this afternoon, I activated myself, and he opens his trench coat, and there he is wearing an Indians uniform. Jake Taylor looks at one of his assistants with a, oh, geez, look. Like, seriously, this is the news you have brought me. And I think we're almost at the point where Joe Douglas is going to have to walk into Robert Sala's office and go, Robert, I know you've been struggling with the offensive lineman. Nobody here has been able to block, but – I've got good news for you. As of 3 p.m. this afternoon, I've activated myself, and you see him with his Jets jersey on.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, at this point, I'd even take that. Surprise (laughs) me. I'm going on Christmas Eve, so let's see what he's got in the tank.
2: Could not be worse than what we've seen for the majority of the year. But seriously, Kayla, that's your homework assignment. The next time we do a show, I hope you have watched Major League and Major League Two. You can sit down with your boyfriend, make it a whole experience for both (laughs) of you. I don't know if he's seen them. If he has, I'm sure he won't mind watching them again. Trust me, Major League and Major League Two, both a must watch. Let's continue with the suggestions for things that Santa could bring the Jets this holiday season. Here's one from Peter J. Dillard. He says, how about an offensive lineman that is healthy and can block? Is that too much to ask while we're at it? Can somebody please explain to me why the Jets drafted Zaire Barnes? I need to know, please. Is that too much to ask? Peter, I love you because, (laughs) A, I knew that the offensive line comment was coming, and, B, I know that you're always good for, like, an off-the-beaten-path question or comment about something nobody's really thinking about. And I got to (laughs) figure— That in a season where so much has gone wrong, you have to be the only person on earth who is this concerned about why the Jets drafted Zaire Barnes late in the draft this year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's an impressive one. I haven't even thought of that name this entire season.
2: (laughs) By the way, my best guess is that he's a very athletic linebacker. They probably figured they could turn him into something over the course of time. And having him available in the late rounds, they figured what the heck. Plus... He is a guy that played quite a bit of special teams in college, so maybe that's what the thinking was. As we continue moving along with things that Jets fans would like Santa to bring the Jets this holiday season, Peter Lafontaine says Joe Alt. That makes sense. Whether it's Joe Alt or Olufoshanu or Talis Fuaga or Kingsley Sumayata or JC Latham or Patrick Paul or Tyler Guyton, there are a lot of options here. ...on the offensive line for the Jets, you have to hope that they get at least one, and really, you would love to have two of those guys if the Jets can find a way to trade down, and that is why, and we've talked about this and we'll talk about it more as we go forward, you have to hope that the Jets get the highest pick possible because maybe then they get in position where somebody's willing to trade up a lot... And you can replace that second round pick they lost for Aaron Rodgers, maybe get a couple of other picks and get some of these high quality offensive linemen that we're told by Brandon Thorne, who is an authority on offensive linemen, this draft is full of. That's what you want. You want to get a couple of difference makers on the old line because Kayla, as we've established, the Jets really need it.
1: Yeah. So the way this is how you know that the Jets desperately need offensive linemen, the way you rattled off that list of like, not easy to pronounce names like you've been saying Them over and over for weeks Like that's where we're at. here is where We are in the process we're right back Where we started just looking at the draft Board when we thought we were going to be looking at the postseason
2: As I told you before we started recording Kayla I've been doing shows with my Buddy Walter Cheropinski, Talking about the draft again for the last few weeks And I said one year we will actually Be talking about and be excited about the Games this late in the season However this <laughs> year Is unfortunately not that year as we continue with other requests for Santa here's one from Craig Mack he says how about a time machine to last year's Denver game so we can tell Robert Sala not to let Brees Hall and Elijah Vera Tucker play <laughs> that's a good one. Oh my
1: gosh <laughs> I love that no that's it's a good place to start
2: the Jets' season completely derailed from that point. If they had stayed healthy, maybe they would have been able to eke out another win or two and get into the playoffs and break this streak. Unfortunately, that did not happen. And so the Jets got what they got, which was a 7-10 and 10 season. Looks like they're probably headed for an even worse season this year when it's all said and done. Jim D. tweets a response, and it's simply a gif of Jim Harbaugh raising his hands in the air. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh I suspect that he and Aaron Rodgers would go together like tuna fish and peanut butter, which is to say not very well. Also, it looks like Robert Sala and Joe Douglas probably both staying, and we know that if Harbaugh comes in here, he'd want to clean house, bring his own guys in. And again, I can't impress upon you enough how much I don't think he'd be able to work with Aaron Rodgers. But we do know Woody Johnson likes Jim Harbaugh, so if Harbaugh stays at Michigan... And continues to have success even after he stops spying on the opposing teams. And he (laughs) decides he wants to become an NFL coach again in a couple of years after Aaron Rodgers retires. Maybe then at that point, who knows. But for now, don't think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, also, too, for what it's worth, like, Woody Johnson can, like, hardball all he wants. Does Harbaugh like Woody Johnson? Like, Mm. that seems to be the issue we're running into here, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how attractive a Jets head coaching job is for somebody, like, making a transition out of college or someone who's not a little bit more established
2: couple of other time machine requests, by the way. <laughs> that makes sense because I did yeah. ask for funny responses. Michael Oliveri says, how about a time machine with a note inside telling the Jets to please take Dan Marino instead of Ken O'Brien in the 1983 NFL draft? No offense to Kenny O, who was actually very good. That's true. Kenny O did not get enough respect when he was here playing for the Jets. I will never forget sitting there and watching people scream and yell at O'Brien, beg for him to be benched. And you look back at it, Ken O'Brien was a very good quarterback. I think the two things that really did him in is he was very much a statue, so if he didn't have a good offensive line protecting him, he'd hold the ball too long and get sacked a lot. And the other thing is that, as Michael pointed out, he was not Dan Marino, and he was picked ahead of Dan Marino. But let's remember... Ken O'Brien led the AFC in passing in 1985, went to the playoffs with the Jets three times, which sounds like not that big of a deal, but he did it in a seven and a half year run with the Jets, which is almost a miracle considering their history. Three-time Pro Bowler, very good quarterback. By the way, also a career winning record against Dan Marino head-to-head six and five. But I do understand if the Jets had had an all-time great like Dan Marino with Wesley Walker, Al Toon, Mickey Shuler, Freeman McNeil, Johnny Hector, who knows how far they could have gotten, especially with the remnants of the sack exchange there. Toward the end of their run, but still effective, Gastino, Klecko, Abdul Salam and Marty Lyons. So that's an interesting one. And then Kayla, another one as far as the time machine goes, how about a time machine so I can go back and instead of becoming a Jets fan, I can root for the 49ers like my dad. <laughs> that's a good one too. Oh
1: my gosh. Well, okay. Can I, can I throw in my own time machine while we're on the subject? Please do. I would like to go back to January 3rd, 2016 and have the Ryan Fitzpatrick-led Jets with Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall not lose to the freaking Bills and get me banned from my mom's friend's party, all right, I embarrassed myself that day freaking out at the TV. That should have been when we broke the streak. That should have been when the Jets broke the streak. I would loved that team. Never been so happy as a Jets fan in my 27 years. I know. I know other people probably have better times somewhere in their mind, but I am 27 years old. I wanted that so bad. That is the day I would go back to and they would win that freaking game and they would not be a 10 win team. If it didn't make the playoffs.
2: Caleb, what exactly did you do to get banned from your mom's friend's party? That sounds, I don't know what you did, but it sounds pretty messed up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let me, let me just, I'll set the scene. I'm in college. Okay. And I, me and my dad have not gotten to watch um a ton of jets games together because i'm away so um i am back home watching a game with my dad me and my dad did not want to go to this party to begin with but um these friends let's just say they have a lot more money than us all right (laughs) so i'm at this very (laughs) nice home jumping up and down and yelling and i might have broke something expensive and you know what that they're kind of lucky that it was just one thing i feel like because between me and my dad and the absolute carrying on that was occurring it was just it was not the right vibe for uh, it was a classy <laughs> event and we were not behaving in such a way
2: listen sports fandom will make you do some crazy things believe me i've been there myself plenty of times here's one from hazmat 25 he says how about Doing something to get Lakin Tomlinson back to his Pro Bowl form, which is what he was as a 49er as opposed to what he is as a Jet, which is a replacement level offensive lineman. Yeah, wow. Lakin Tomlinson has been one of the biggest disappointments of Joe Douglas's tenure here. Everybody was excited when the Jets brought him in. A Pro Bowl offensive lineman, knew the scheme, good leader in the locker room, all of that. And he comes here and he's just been really bad. He's had a couple of decent games, but for the most part, what an enormous disappointment. And he's making so much money. And if they get rid of him next year, there's a bunch of dead cap. And it would be very tough to get a starting caliber guard and still release him. So they're probably stuck with him next year. Just a brutal, brutal signing for the Jets. In the grand scheme it did not work Out well Douglas has a mixed Bag tenure here when it Comes to free agents and even the draft To an extent and obviously DJ Reed a really good Signing Lakin Tomlinson on the other End of things a terrible signing
1: Yeah and like I always wonder in those situations Like how much do We hate on Joe Douglas for this like how much Of this is just pure bad Luck because it's like yeah he brought in a Pro ball offensive lineman like there's literally No reason why that should raise a red flag, you know, like, and maybe hopefully if we're stuck with him for another season, he just had a down year. Like, that's what I'm hoping we see come 2024 season. But it's just like, damn, like he is like on paper doing the right stuff. Like, it's a guy who was proven. It's a guy who has won a pro- like hasn't been named to the Pro Bowl. Like, why does it just immediately not work as soon as he gets in New York? That's like, it's just twists my brain
0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases over 18+ terms and website for details.
1: With the Lucky Lands slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Kayla this is an interesting one Fergus Obi-Wan hmm. says What is the football fandom Version of euthanasia Can Santa just end our Suffering <laughs> well,
1: I have the t-shirt That says J-E-T-S just endure the Suffering and I probably got It like six years ago and it's Never stopped being applicable So it's like I don't know Like we keep talking about this We keep talking about ending the suffering Here we are every Sunday at One o'clock, just in the same exact spot.
2: (laughs) I think Brian Bassett, who, of course, is the host of There's Always Next Year, and the godfather of Jets podcasting, many people, including myself, used to listen to him all the time on the Jets blog podcast with Corey Griffin. He always says that. Being a Jets fan, it's like Muhammad Ali in Zaire against George Foreman, where if you're not familiar with it, he called it the rope it up. What he did was he laid up against the ropes and basically let George Foreman beat on his body, tire himself out. And then once Foreman was gassed out, Ali unleashed a whirlwind and ended up knocking out George Foreman. He said, it's like that with being a Jets fan, except instead of letting the opposing teams empty out their gas tank and then you turn around and you beat them down and get the victory, you just keep laying up against the ropes and getting punched and punched and punched and punched and punched. (laughs) Oh man, yeah, that one hurts. It's true. (laughs) Grinch Jets says... How about a new stadium with a grass field? How about an offensive line that can stay healthy? How about an owner who only cares about winning and doesn't care about headlines? How about Aaron Rodgers finding a way to get Taylor Swift away from Travis Kelsey just so the media would lose its mind?
1: He's still two of mine. I was going to say new stadium because you you cannot guarantee that this team is going to be good no matter what freaking signings they apparently make. Um, so we might as well have a nice field that our players don't get hurt on all the time. And then like, you know, maybe some cool places to go instead of like the giant concrete air conditioner that is MetLife. And then also too, um, what was the other one that he said? Oh, a new owner, a new owner, please, please. (laughs) Because I, and I feel like I finally started in the last couple of days seeing people like turn this way where it was like, oh, it's the quarterback. Oh, it's the offensive line. Oh, it's Sala. Oh, it's Joe Douglas. Like what is the common... thread through all of these terrible years of football it is the owner like literally everyone else has been cleared out it's been a revolving door all the way around who has remained it is ownership that's literally it so give me a new one that's what i want for christmas the stadium's like a little pipe dream fan experience whatever i mean metlife being uh, a giant air conditioner doesn't stop me from going i mean i'm going on sunday so but yeah new ownership please that's all i want
2: I'm not going to lie, Kayla, the thought of Aaron Rodgers stealing Taylor Swift away from Travis Kelsey is (laughs) potentially the most entertaining thing I could ever come up with. So thank you to Grinch Jets for that one. The media would absolutely lose their minds over that. And just the drama of one all-time great stealing this megastar billionaire icon away <laughs> from one of the other all-time great NFL players. And then all the weird songs that Taylor Swift would probably write about Travis Kelsey.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm a huge Swifty. So like I went to three of her Eras tour shows this summer. Um, I'm like a huge, huge fan. And so this, this Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift relationship is like, my two favorite things coming together with like football and her music. So, I mean, if she wanted to date a Jets player, I'd be very on board. I'm just not totally sure Aaron Rodgers is her type, but like, I get it. I can see the vision.
2: <laughs> well, we know Aaron Rodgers is a Swifty, so I have a feeling he might be down with it. You never know. It would be one of the more <laughs> interesting pairings that we've ever seen. And like I said, you could make a documentary on something like that, and it would be absolutely amazing. So, Thank you for that Grinch Jets I love it, it's fantastic And even though it's not going to happen, I wish it would J.P. Waxer posts a GIF of Johnny Unitas So I guess this means he wants to bring Johnny Unitas back from the dead Put him in a Jets uniform and have him be the quarterback I assume that's what he means And if he does, I'm all for it It's just crazy enough to be awesome I didn't realize
1: that we were um, in an era where Johnny Unitas could be a GIF I thought that was too
2: old (laughs) Apparently this is like a cartoon GIF because the GIF says I'm Johnny Unitas and I'm really Good and it's just a cartoon drawing So somebody must have put this together But yeah I'm all for Johnny Unitas coming back from the dead and being the Jets Quarterback why not
1: What is our other option? Right now we have concussed Zach Wilson and Trevor Simeon.
2: (laughs) And torn Achilles Aaron Rodgers. So sure, why not back from the dead Johnny Unitas at this point? (laughs) Bobby Veep says, my serious answer is a new owner. Kayla, you just talked about that. And funny, my answer is make the preseason count. Yeah, that would actually be pretty damn funny. Can you imagine that? If all of a sudden like third stringers had the ability to influence what happened in the regular season. Like if the team's actually proceeded the way that they currently do which is the starters don't really play but the game somehow factored into the end of the season because that's the only way that this becomes funny otherwise you're just taking preseason games and making them into regular season games because if they count Then you're talking about games where you're going to play your best players. If we're saying that you're basically operating under the way that the teams currently run the preseason games, but somehow they count for something, that would absolutely be hilarious.
1: Yeah, I mean, that would probably be what it takes to finally get the Ravens over the hump, right? They're the ones with the crazy preseason record.
2: Yeah, it's true. And all the years that the Jets went undefeated and then were terrible in the regular season, it might actually bear some fruit for them. Mary Frank Smith says, <laughs> how about some new uniforms? A new set based off of the white retro legacy uniform from this year with only white pants. I'm going to be honest, Kayla, and people that listen to this show know this because I've talked about this a couple of times. I do not understand for the life of me the fascination with uniforms in sports. I just don't care. I really don't. Just win games. I don't care what the uniforms look like. Yeah, it's cool sometimes to see stuff like the Chargers throwbacks. That's fun and all that. But when it comes down to it, I don't really care so much about what the uniforms look like. I just want the team to win. I am amazed at how much so many people care about the uniforms. But they do. And so when they had the uniform reveal, I did a whole show on it because I know that that's important to a lot of people. But I just don't understand it.
1: Yeah, no, I've never been of the sports uniform fandom um like i feel like i feel the same way about uniforms that i do about like broadcasters um like i only really pay any mind to them if they're really great or really awful so it's like if you like you're either have some sort of standout uniform like you said like the chargers i love the chargers uniforms i think they're like the best in sports or you have some like super super awful one and gosh they're escaping me right now i'm I'm trying to think of like the worst ones that i've seen recently but really like it's it's either like you're really really good or you're really really bad and that's just kind of how it is i mean i feel like it's like this year it's every nba city edition jersey they're just like running out of ideas because apparently you need a new city edition jersey every (laughs) year i don't understand that um but yeah so it's like it's one of the two so it's like yeah. I mean, the Jets uniforms right now, they're fine. I don't care. I don't think about them. Um, I just would like them to score a touchdown, please.
2: Byron says, how about the big guy loans Brees Hall his reindeers to run behind? Well, it would certainly be a big improvement over what we've seen him running behind this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, those those antlers alone would be far more <laughs> threatening than yeah. anything we've got.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Here's one from Tortellini Talker. He says, how about an offensive head coach and a new set of feet for Makai Becton because those bad boys are stuck in cement? Yeah, Makai Becton really struggling. And I don't know if it's because he's injured or it's because he's just checked out, but something seems wrong with Makai Becton right now. It's not great. I've always felt like... The Jets and Becton were destined to part ways at the end of the season. You remember what Makai Becton said in the offseason in that interview with Bob Glauber where he basically went off on the organization because he was saying that they had him lining up a right tackle and the way he had to stand was messing him up and he had voiced his concerns and they still had him going out there. So as soon as I saw that, I said, OK, it looks like Becton wants out. The Jets have thrown shade at him before the coaching staff, so I kind of felt like this was going to be the last year for Becton, and now, unfortunately, it looks like he is playing the worst football of his career, and so he's going to go out most likely with a whimper rather than a bang. We'll see what happens the last couple of games. An offensive head coach, look, I would be fine with somebody like Mike Tomlin, who's proven he can do the job if he became available. I still doubt that he will. I don't think they're going to make a change at head coach. However, if they were going to... I agree. I hope that the next guy they hire is either somebody like Tomlin who's immensely experienced and has a successful resume or an offensive mind who seems to know what he's doing. That's always a crapshoot when you hire a coordinator with no head coaching experience. But at this point, I would prefer that they take the chance with somebody who looks like they could be promising from an offensive pedigree. How many times can you do this dance? I know that it's a matter of finding the guy that you think would be best at the job. And obviously a guy like D'Amico Ryan shows that you could be a defensive-minded coach and still be successful. But the Jets just haven't had that offensive presence in so long that you'd like to see them hire somebody that at least has some sort of offensive success. And I don't mean holding the clipboard for peyton manning style offensive success
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it would be like really fun to turn on a jets game and know that you're going to watch like something competitive and entertaining um like even the, like the games of the jets have won for the large part like with maybe the exception of like the eagles game this year um it's been like a lot of like beating the giants was one of the most miserable experiences of my life as a football fan like that game was horrible i was so excited for it to be over i was furious when it went to overtime like i don't want to watch my team win like painstakingly i would like to enjoy the football game and like i'd rather see some like actual good football on the route to a win i would rather see and this is going to be controversial some actual good football on the route to a loss just for having watched a good freaking football game like i want to watch a competitive game that, like that's literally all I ask. Um, So an offensive minded coach in today's NFL, like that would be nice. Um We'll see though, because offensive coach will probably push for some good offensive pieces. I don't know. I mean, maybe just once they come to the jets, they are like, we don't do that here. Think of something else.
2: Caleb Pace contributor, play like a jet.com and the play like a jet YouTube channel. Thanks so much for coming on and joining me. For this Christmas season edition of what we would want Santa to bring to the New York Jets. Really appreciate it. Make sure you follow Kayla on Twitter at KP underscore on underscore TV. And make sure to check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Awesome all 22 breakdowns on our channel, so watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash Jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLegajet.com.